So, hello guys and um, and girls, obviously. Guys and girls, same thing. Um, hello people out there. Um, welcome to episode 15. I, I can't believe it, actually. Um, you know, starting the pressing the record button, literally just now, um, I didn't really know fully what I was going to talk about today. Um, part of it is like, you want to, you want to like get the stuff out there. I've just been filming or just been recording an, uh, an episode with a guest. I think she's going to be guest number. Let me just check episode number 21. That's right. So she's in one, two, three, four guests time. What's interesting. So if I look a bit fried, that's kind of what it was. We had this conversation where it started and it was going to be this kind of, I don't know, 40 minute conversation, something like that, 45 minutes. And it turned into this absolute whopper. Um, I think we were talking for about two hours and it was great, great stuff. I guess that just got me thinking of like what to talk about today. Because, um, you know, we've obviously been talking previously about some things that have happened to me in the past and some uh, some tips as well for like goal setting, target setting, that kind of thing. And we're obviously, as time goes by, we're going to be more and more into confidence building. But I just wanted to, I guess, something that is really, that I just feel really grateful for so far is you guys just listening and you guys that have come onto the show and you guys in the future that have agreed to come on the show. I just wanted to take the time out here to just say thank you ever so much. Like, I really, really, really appreciate it. And I know you guys are enjoying the episodes. I know you guys are enjoying the content um, and I'm really enjoying doing it as well. But yeah, if I if I seem a bit fried, it's because I've just literally just been finishing filming on a, this, uh, this, this long episode today. Um, really, really good. Um, and I guess what I wanted to talk to you about was like, yeah, that kind of the gratitude is is so important. You know, it's really easy to get caught up in things that don't necessarily concern you and then ignore what you already have or what you should already be appreciative of and sometimes we can get into this like negative spiral right a lot of the time that can then lead you down a path where you may be harboring resentment or harboring negativity towards people and it's not healthy that uh, when we do that so a tip i guess for doing that is to just take take stock of what you are thankful for and i know that's easier said than done because it's tough, isn't it? When you see folks that have got those like million dollars or whatever, billion dollars, it's quite tough to remain motivated about you when you live in a shoebox or whatever. But presumably you will have an internet connection, right? Otherwise you wouldn't be able to listen to this. So be thankful for that. You know, lots of people in the world don't even have an internet connection. And that's not to be all like kind of religious on you. It's more that sort of philosophical approach to existence and being aware that your current position in life or in reality or what have you, you shouldn't allow that to define who you're going to be in the future, right? You don't know who you're going to be in the future. You have an idea, but you don't actually know what it is or, or where it will lead to. All you do know is that you have your, your thoughts, 
and your thoughts become the things that you say, right? And the things that you say become the things that are you. So it's like you can have the thoughts and then those thoughts express themselves into words. Then those words express themselves into things that you, that you do. And then the things that you do become the person that people see. And then the person that you are is your legacy, right? That is your legacy. So what kind of legacy do you want to lead? I was thinking about the, the kind of the previous solo sessions where we'd spoken about goal setting and your goals and, and who you are as a, as a person, you know. What I wanted to go into really was when you are planning out these goals and targets, do you guys find it tricky to work out like where it is that you want to go, like what you want to do? Do you find that quite challenging to actually come up with goals and targets for the year? Because if you if you are struggling with that sort of idea of where you want to be, a key thing is to like work out reverse engineer it, right? So look at that impact that you want to make on the planet. You know, you might not want to make any impact at all. You might not want to. But I think everybody does, right? Everybody wants to make some kind of impact, even if it's in your own immediate family. So like you want to make sure your family are looked after or you want to make sure your family lives on, I guess. Like, so after you are no longer here, you want to make sure your family lives on, right? And so what better way to secure that than by being in a position where you can create that legacy? And that's where you can start building your, um, building your goals, building your targets. But equally, I don't want to, I don't want to labor the point. You know, it's 15, 15, 16 days or what have you, into the year. It was about 17 days, I think, actually. And so what actions have you taken? And what has that led to? But also, I was wondering, when was a time where you did something really, really, like, scary? Something that you just didn't want to do? So, yeah, I'm talking, like, maybe, like, went for something, or jumped out of a plane with the parachute on, obviously, or asked that special someone to go on a date or you know something where it was like oh I'm scared to do this and what was the result like I want to know a time where you were scared to do something you did it anyway and you got a fantastic result right that's what I want to know because I think there's a lot of times in life where we don't actually take it. We don't actually go for that opportunity. And then you just, you stay where you are, right? You don't go anywhere. And we've all done it. We all do it all the time because it's scary, scary stuff. But will it, will it harm you to go and do that thing? Will it, will it stop you from getting an opportunity? Most likely. Will it always have you kind of thinking about it, regretting it, kind of going, oh yeah, what could have been? What could have been? Yeah. I mean, I would think about a couple of instances. I've even, I've even actually gone and asked somebody. I remember I, I was in a bar and um, I saw this beautiful, beautiful lady. Beautiful. Absolutely stunning. And she just had this fantastic energy about her. I loved the vibe that she was giving off. And, you know, she just seemed great. And 
I was out with a new friend. I'd made a new friend this particular... I think it was this evening. I think it was this evening, maybe? Maybe? I don't quite know how I know this person in my life. I'm like, it's one of those weird instances where somebody like appears in your life, right? And you're just like, wow, this person's awesome. And you think, this guy's good. This girl's going to be in my life forever. What an awesome friend. And then you don't know how you know that person recalling it now, sort of a good 10 years later. I've got no idea how I know that person. I've got no idea in what context I got to know that person. And I have no idea where that person went afterwards. But for whatever reason, this person was around my friendship group the whole evening. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't just the first time we'd, we'd met this person. Can't even remember their name. But anyway, I had said to this person, wow, that, that girl's a, you know, that girl's a rocket. That girl's a firecracker. And uh, I, I had no idea she was. And um, then he said, you've got to tell her, tell her, you've got to tell her. So, of course, I, I did. And I told her. And I wouldn't usually. But he kind of gave me that positive encouragement, right? He gives me that positive reinforcement to go and do it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do that because I, I like this guy's vibe. And I like that. He's called me out. You know, you shouldn't be just... You know, what kind of person are you to just be like, oh yeah, she's hot. Oh yeah. Uh. It's like, what does that, what purpose does that serve? Go and tell the person, you know, that you, that you like the way they look or what have you, or you like the, the way they, the vibe that they're giving off. So anyway, I did it and she loved it. She was bowled over by it. She, she thought it was fantastic and uh, really, really enjoyed the fact that I was complimenting her and had a lovely conversation with her and I got a number. Right, I got her number and she said, call me. And um, we arranged to have like a date, you know, and um, the next day. And sadly, she had to go somewhere for a week. So she was back in a week. It was around Christmas time. So she had to go somewhere for a week. And then I had to go somewhere for a week. And then, and then now suddenly, oh, well, I had to go somewhere for two weeks. So after she came back, I, she, she didn't know this, but after she came back, then I had to go somewhere for two weeks. I was like, oh no, at that point she knew, obviously. And I was like, oh no. And now, of course, that's going to be three weeks from the initial organized time, you know, the, the initial point of contact, should I say. It's like three weeks from the initial point of contact. It's around Christmas time. It's around New Year's. And then New Year's happened. And of course, people meet people at New Year's, right? And uh, and then she she found somebody or whatever. I think I found somebody as well. Something like that. I think she just found somebody, probably, thinking about it. Um, and then that was that, you know, I think it, but it originally started from like me being like, oh, it's too much time has passed. And so that's one of those where it could be like, well, the one, not necessarily the one that got away, but it's like, it's not enough to just be brave, is the point I'm trying to get across here. It's not enough to just be brave and put yourself out there. You then have to take action on that bravery, you know, on that courage. You can't just be like, mm, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, 
I'm going to put myself out there and say, hey, I want to win this, I want to win that, I want to do this, I want to do that. But then if it's just there on a bit of paper and you're not actually taking action action on that target, you have to take the action, right? You have to take the action. Now, sadly, you know, I never reached out to to that person ever again. I never saw that person ever again. Um, immensely successful human being. Um, you know, I won't say what her name was, but um, if you were around in the sort of West End scene around the kind of mid, mid, I guess in the 2010s, yeah, I guess the 2010s, the sort of first five years of 2010s, you definitely would have seen her in in uh, some of the shows. But it's just one of those instances where I was like, hey, yeah, you know what? I didn't actually follow through on my actions there. I had the right intention. I had the right action plan. But then I didn't actually follow through with the action plan. But an instance where something went right you know, I'm sure you guys have lots of stories like that where it's like, yeah, you know what? Ooh, yeah, I, I kind of did that. And then I was just a bit like tentative with it. An instance where it went right was doing this podcast. You know, I had the idea and it was scary, very scary, but I didn't know what really what I was doing, you know, didn't really know how to go out there and, and get guests on the show and interview them and talk to them and create these little solo episodes where I'm just riffing off with you guys and just having a chat. You know, it's mostly unprepared stuff. You know, my interviews are very prepared. You know, like, take the, take the last episode. I, I was chatting to you guys for nearly an hour. And um, in the end, I... Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting because I was like... I really enjoyed that, you know, I really enjoyed that time of just going for a little bit longer, going a little bit more extended, but it wasn't planned. I think you've got to leave those moments in your life where some of it's planned and some of it isn't planned. So leave, leave some freedom for spontaneity. You know, you can't plan everything. And if you plan too much, you actually stifle not only your creativity, but your patience. You stifle your willingness to grow. And that makes sense, right? Because if you're, if you're planning it out, you don't know what the end result's going to be. So you're just out here like predicting your own life, your own future before it's even happened. And if we all knew our life, how it was going to, to pan out, we probably wouldn't agree to be a soul on the planet, you know, be a person on the planet. Because it's boring. You know, we love variety, don't we? Right? I mean, there are certain, don't get me wrong, there's certain folks that, you know, eat the same meal every single day or wear the same thing every day. And there's, there's something in that as well. You know, there's, that can have a positive aspect. You know, a lot of people have used that for kind of mental health. 
for further information on that kind of thing, check out the minimalism documentary on uh, Netflix. I think they've just done a follow-up as well. It's like minimalism 2.0, something like that. And take stuff out of there that works for you. You know, certainly, I'm kind of flirting with that idea. You know, because within the documentary it talks about, like, somebody was kind of frustrated with them because they were like, well, hold on, you telling me to get rid of my book collection? And they, they were like, no, 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 we're not doing that. That's not, that's not what we're after. You know, you obviously... The person that described it and they're very passionate about their, their books. They said, well, you obviously get a lot of value out of your book collection. And I, I do have a vast collection of books here. And that's not even all of them, you know. There's, there's obviously a couple of layers there, but that's not all of the books I own. Because I just love, I love reading. I love books. Um, fiction, non-fiction, uh, science fiction, mostly. All that top row there is science fiction. Love reading science fiction. Um, do plan I do plan on writing some science fiction at one point. My one of my goals, I'll let you in a little insight. One of my goals is to write a sci-fi trilogy. And um you know, I would love as much as I have my other plans that are like very communal based, um I would love to create funnels of um income by doing what i love but also so that it would you know and, and giving back obviously to the community well not obviously because not a lot of people would do that but building communities through creative processes so i don't want to give the game away that's why i kind of did a little side eye thing because i don't want to give the game away of like fully of what i want to do so some people ask me, you know, in business meetings or whatever, and, I'll, and I will come out with it and say, um, but yeah, I don't want to fully say, I'd love to be able to announce it and kind of get that kind of hype going about it, you know, I'd love it, but it has to take place in a, well, seemingly, yeah, it has to take place in a slightly different environment that we have right now. But anyway, I would also really love to um to create a trilogy a sci-fi trilogy one of my favorite authors sci-fi authors is a guy called isaac asimov and uh he wrote the foundation series they have a series coming out on apple tv actually i'm not sure how close to the actual film uh, to actual books these like miniature films are it looks pretty high budget you know, sort of Game of Thronesy type, like lots of money at it. Um, but it doesn't quite look like the books thus far, so I'm not sure where, what era they're going to take place in. But if you haven't read the Asimov Foundation series, particularly the first three, and you enjoy sci-fi, do make it your mission. They are pretty much available in most... Oh, no, yeah, yeah, Oxfam's are all closed. I was going to say, I've seen it, most Oxfams I've been to, they have it as, I think they must have it as part of their like, you know how they have a section where it's all like new books, but they sell them at like a charity price. So I guess there's some sort of like book donation has taken place. A lot of those places seem to have the Asimov series, or if not the first Asimov, at least the second. So 
you know, if you're a bit hard for cash, you can always do that. And then you're giving something back to a charity. But if not, do check them out on all of those different sites where you can buy books and all sorts and or bookshops. Not sure if bookshops are currently open, but no, they're not. No, they're not. My local bookshop is not open right now. But yeah, Asimov, love that. And I would love to, if I could write something like that, that would be great. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, absolutely. Go wild for sci-fi. I think it's so fun. It's just brilliant. You know, it's just brilliant. What do I get out of it? Hmm. Well, the first thing I get out of sci-fi is how they how they present an idea that it could realistically be the path that we go on, right? Like it could be the journey that humanity goes on. But the second thing I love about it is it's the path that we didn't go on. So we get to see a world where, oh, you know what? That, that would have been awesome if only we'd gone down that path. But then I love how the backdrop is always, there's always a drama to it. It's not all like, I think people that don't read sci-fi, they think it's all about like laser beams and, you know, plasma cannons and all this kind of thing. But the reality of it is, is that it's often just presents an idea that is different. You know, it's an idea that we could have gone down that path, but we chose not to. We chose to go down this one. And then you're presented with a decision of like, well, do you prefer this one that we're in or would you prefer it to be a bit more like that? And as a result, it's up to you, the entrepreneur, to go make it possible, right? I mean, you can tell somebody like Elon Musk loves to read sci-fi. Clearly loves to read sci-fi because he is creating a world that could exist within a sci-fi world, right? You know, it's certainly getting that way, isn't it? But anyway, yeah, so task, little homework task, I guess, is reach out to me with this information. But I'd like to know, you know, hit me up on Twitter or uh, Twitter or Instagram, wherever, the Facebook page. Search for Confident Performance on the Facebook page. Um, you know, hit it with a like or what have you and just write in some comments. Um, but I want to know a time where you did something that was really scary. You were terrified to do it. And the result was something spectacular. And that's spectacular from your expectations, not anybody else's. Don't be judging it on whether you think I believe it would be spectacular. I want it to be spectacular for you. You know, something really awesome where you just felt great. You felt brilliant and you loved the fact that you actually did that, right? But yeah, a little book recommendation. Isaac Asimov, The Foundation Series. Really, really cool books. Very quick to read. You can read them, you know, they're only, I don't know, I think they're about 160 pages. First one, second one, I think, or maybe it's 220. I think it's like 220 first one. 360 or something the second one third one i think is a little bit in between it might be like a 280 um but you won't regret it i'm just finishing up i've got it here i'm just finishing up um 
Kvonnegut. Sirens. The Sirens of Titan. That's a, a really enjoyable book. It's, I, I get a bit like this, though. I'm right at the end. And I get a little bit like this. When I get too close to the end and I've enjoyed the book, I don't want it to finish. I don't want to, like, put... I don't want to close that chapter on that world, you know? Because it's all coming to a conclusion and all the... Like, the ends are being tied up, but I must finish it. I think it's time now. It's been a little bit... I've left it like that for about a week, I think. And I need to just finish that last little section. Um, you know, I'll often just go and pick something else up. You know? I, I was reading some sonnets the other day. It's going through Shakespeare's sonnets. I really enjoyed it. Kurt Vonnegut, Sirens of Titan. It's very interesting. Some interesting ideas that it presents about humanity. The concept is a guy that has been traveling and he is traveling through space and he is uh, he kind of goes through this sort of like miniature black hole i forget what they call them in there they oh they're called it's a bit of a funny one yeah they call it a um it's on the back i remember it's called a a chronosynclastic infindibulum right chronosynclastic infindibulum i thought there was another bit at the beginning I can kind of remember the next bit. The chronosynclastic infindibulum. And uh, what it is, it's like a miniature black hole. And But what it, what it does is when you go through one, which is what has stopped people traveling through space in the world, so in on the planet Earth, nobody travels because they know that these chronosynclastic infindibulums are just dotted around the universe or around the solar system. And if you fly through one, it splits you across time uh, but you don't know where you're actually going to be or where you're going to land and with this guy uh, the the chap he uh, what happens when when that does happen is you appear every x amount of days in a different location but what is happening is you actually exist throughout all of time so you also know everything or at least up until the time where you're going to die you know everything Right, so everything, everything that's going to happen to you, you already know. So you will meet people before they know that they've met you, for example. Um, and yeah, so a very interesting concept. So, for example, he appears on the planet Earth every, I think it's every ninety days or something. No, oh, he appears on Earth every fifty-nine days. The question is, where else is he? When he's not every fifty-nine days, he exists there. But where, where is he? For the other 59, 58 days, where does he go? So, yeah, so he's spread through time, but he knows everything. And what would you do with that responsibility? So what would you guys do? If you, if you knew everything, right? If, if all knowledge, you knew everything, what kind of, it's almost like a superpower, isn't it? What kind of things would you do? What would your what would your plan be? How would you change the world? Would you choose to change the world or would you just be an observer? Would you actively press your moral compass upon the world or would you just sit back and watch and see what happened? Right? Very, very interesting book. And uh, well, 
well put together. It's a very short one as well. I think it's only about 200 pages, something like that. Maybe it's 170. Oh, it's 224. Right, very short one. Short one. It's a, it's a good length for a book, that. You can probably read it in a dedicated in an afternoon. You could read it over a few different nights, you know, a couple of pages here and there. But yeah, what have you guys been reading? What kind of books do you like to read? Um, yeah, do you read purely non-fiction? Do you read fiction? Do you read romance, crime, thriller? Yeah, what do you read? Do you read? If you don't read, why don't you? Do you not like it? Do you not enjoy it? Have you looked into audiobooks? I love it. I love reading. I love listening to books. I love listening to things. I mean, you guys must. You guys must read. I think most people that would listen to the podcast, right, they at least do a little bit of reading. Do you prefer to read um, magazines? Do you read a lot of magazines? Like, is that how you take in your information? Can you read? If you can't read, are you going to learn to read? You know something that bothers me? It's how you have all of this literature, clearly in all these different languages. And I can only read one language, that's English. I'm thinking, oh man, I wonder what it's like to be able to read French and just, you know, read Spanish in its actual language. Not like, not like when they, you know, like, uh, was it 100, 100 Days of Solitude? 100, 100 Days of Solitude? 100 Years of Solitude? It's, was it Gabriel Marquez? Um, Gabriel Marquez? You know, that's obviously been translated for us into English. But what does that, what does that, what's the difference between reading it in English and reading it in Spanish in his, his native tongue, right? So yeah, let me know. That's a lot of questions. I want to know a moment in time where you were scared to do something, but you went out and did it. And I also would like to know, what have you been reading recently? Have you got anything to recommend? And particularly to all you sci-fi people out there, recommend me some sci-fi. I love it. Always reading sci-fi. Absolutely, oh, go wild for it. Trying to get through all of the greatest sci-fi that's ever been written. But some of it doesn't resonate with me, though. That's the thing. It doesn't have to resonate. Sometimes it just doesn't. You just can't get into it. This is what it is. All right. Anyway, ciao for now. Bye-bye.